Hey guys, my name is Beck. I've been recording all day and I hope this sounds okay. I'm not going to re-record it just because I'm not going to be that perfectionist that I was in the past. We all got to start somewhere and I know the first episode is not going to be perfect. So we're just going to go from here. So my name's Beck. I'm 20 years old and I just finished my second year. I'm entering my third year of a program in physics in university and I'm going to go on to study astrophysics in graduate school and so on. Space studies for the win. So I tried to do this podcast back in the day and it just didn't work. It just didn't work for me because I was so young. I was so naive. I was so arrogant and I also had bipolar disorder which made all of that worse. So around 17 years old I started up this YouTube channel. I was fresh out of high school. I was going into college. I thought I was a hot stack. And I'm like, I'm going to be the best YouTuber and the best podcaster around. I was super arrogant and I was not ready to work with other people. I was just, I thought I could get there on my own. And I thought that other people didn't have anything to do with it. I, Even though YouTube is all about collaboration and so are podcasts about collaboration. But I never thought that I needed that. I never thought that that was you know, useful in my, in my scenario. I thought I could just build up a ton of viewers on my own and that I could just build it from the ground up, just me, not involving any other person, and that is absolutely incorrect. So I also had untreated bipolar disorder, and while it was untreated, I would have these ups and downs. I would be extremely euphoric one day and go and record a video. I'm like, this is going to change the world. This is the best video I've ever recorded. I can't wait to post it. I would post it, then I would get depressed and take it down. Because I would get embarrassed, because I either misspoke, because I was so happy, I was talking, you know super fast, I was misspeaking a lot, I was saying a lot of stuff that actually wasn't factual, and I would get upset because I'm like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing, and then I would take it down, and then I would make a video while I was depressed, and then I would take that down later on when I was euphoric and be like, oh, this is trash, and it was just a really, a really bad system, really toxic system I had going on. And I also would get embarrassed at just the slightest things. Like if I miscalculated something, I would take the whole video down if I just misspoke or miscalculated something. When people make mistakes, I mean, my whole work field is about making mistakes and then figuring out what is actually right. It's trial and error. That's literally what science is. It's trial and error. Usually you just make a ton of errors and then you find, you, you find out and you discover something in the middle of your failure. Literally, you just have a huge failure and then you discover something right in the middle of it that you weren't trying to discover. It just happens all the time. So I'm 17, I'm, I'm going through all of this, I'm like, this is going to be great. My friends supported me, I don't know why they did that, I have no idea. I guess because they're my friends, they love me, I love them very much so. And they're still supporting me, like they're supporting this podcast. So guys, keep supporting this, this is going to be so much better, I promise. I've got myself under control. I'm stable now. I got stability now. I have drugs now. <laughs> All jokes aside though, that, that is what happened. I, I was very manic. I would make these videos and I would misspeak or I would miscalculate something and then I would get super embarrassed by it and be like, this makes me look stupid. I have to look perfect. When in reality, no one looks perfect. No one can be perfect. So I'm over here like, oh my god, I don't look good. I, I My hair's messed up. My my tone is off. I have to trash this video. That's literally what I would think. 
And that's why it never went anywhere. That's why I just, I, I was so embarrassed I never left a video up for more than a day. And I've got like 86 views on one that I left up for more than a day. But that's about it. Like, it was a day and a half I left that one up. A day and a half, I've got 86 views on it. I'm like, hey, that's pretty cool. But I misspoke, so I gotta take it down. No. It was a good video. I'm gonna leave it up, even though I misspoke and I put the come moving distance rather than the actual light year travel distance in there. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. I, I explained all that in the first podcast. Like, in the first, like, oh, this is old Becca talking, you know, listen to how dorky and stupid I sounded. I hope this makes sense. I hope this just isn't me just, like, you know, just talking out of my mind like some crazy person. Yeah, so that's why my channel never really went anywhere when I was a kid, or my podcast never really went anywhere, because I was just too embarrassed and too arrogant to allow it to go somewhere. I was too arrogant to allow it to go somewhere because I wanted to look perfect. I had to sound perfect. Everything had to be perfect. But now that I'm older, I really don't care. I'm like, yo, it sounds how it sounds. It is how it is. I'm me. I'm gonna make mistakes. I'm gonna say stuff that sounds stupid sometimes. I'm gonna sound stupid sometimes. I'm gonna sound weird or dumb sometimes. It's just, it's it happens to everyone. I'm gonna make mistakes. I'm gonna say something weird and off the rails one day. Like, you know, it just, it happens. Another reason I'm super stoked to do this podcast is because I can't wait to see what subjects you guys have to throw at me. Because you're not gonna be the only one learning. I'm gonna be learning too. Like, you may point out something like, hey, why don't you talk about this subject? And then I'll have to look into that subject, learn more about it so I can communicate, hey, this is what I found out about it, you know? I don't know everything, so obviously I'm gonna have to look into stuff, look some stuff up, find some references, some resources, all that. It's gonna be fun, it's gonna be great. So I hope you guys will have some fun while you listen to these scientific facts coming up right here. I was told to talk about some fun scientific facts, so here we go, let's get into it. Let's start off with some black hole facts. Alright, so black holes, there are four different types of black holes. There are primordial black holes, there are stellar mass black holes, there are intermediate mass black holes, and there are supermassive black holes. And I'm about to explain all four. Primordial black holes are actually formed from the early universe. They're actually formed from the raw materials of the early cosmos, and they can be anywhere from an atom size to the size of a mountain. Primordial black holes may have formed directly after the Big Bang because rapidly expanding space may have forced some regions into such tiny, dense black holes less massive than the sun. And like I said, primordial black holes are anywhere from an atom size to the size of a mountain. Fun fact, astronomers actually estimate that the Milky Way has anywhere from 10 million to 1 billion stellar black holes with masses roughly 3 to 10 times that of our sun. What is a stellar mass black hole? Well, a stellar mass black hole is actually the most common type of black hole. They are actually the result of a supernova, the catastrophic cataclysmic death of a massive star. Most stellar mass black holes are actually 3 to 10 times the mass of our sun. However, NSF's Laser Interferometer Gravitational Wave Observatory, LIGO, has detected many with masses up to 100 times that of our sun. Intermediate mass black holes are actually the red-headed stepchild of black holes. They never get talked about. They are in the mass range between the stellar mass and supermassive black holes, if you couldn't tell by the name intermediate mass black hole. But they can be hundreds to hundreds of thousands of solar masses. 
Astronomers think they have a few candidates as intermediate mass black holes, but none have been conclusively detected. Theorists actually believe that there are multiple scenarios for their formation. It could be a primordial black hole, they may have formed in a location and environment dense with stars, or they could have formed from mergers of stellar mass black holes. We don't know. And finally, the big daddy of all of them, the supermassive black hole. Supermassive black holes are absolutely rad. Let me tell you what, not only does Muse have a song named Supermassive Black Hole, but they are actually a super important area of modern astrophysics. That's what I study. Astrophysics is actually currently trying to determine how supermassive black holes came to be, how they formed, where they formed with such high masses, or did their mass build up over time? They're at the center of almost all galaxies. Their masses range from millions to billions of solar masses. I just think they're awesome. Now let's get into some really fun facts. If you were to fall into a black hole because black holes don't suck, you would fall into it. If you fall into a black hole, theory has it that you would get stretched out. Gravity would stretch you out and shred you into a string of atoms like spaghetti. And it's actually called spaghettification actually have a term for it. It's called spaghettification. However, a 2012 study has it that the quantum effects of the event horizon would actually act as a firewall which would burn you to death instantaneously. Black holes are fun, man. A firewall? Burning to death? Oh yeah, spaghettification? Black holes don't suck you into them. You fall into them. Suction is when something is being pulled into a vacuum, which a massive black hole is definitely not a vacuum. So you would fall into it just like you would fall toward anything that exerts gravity, such as the Earth. So if I fall on my own two f if I trip over my own two feet, I'll fall face first into the Earth. That's what happens whenever you fall into a black hole. You fall towards whatever is exerting the gravity. Now that we're done talking about getting stretched out like spaghetti and getting sucked into something, let's talk about something else. I keep talking about all these facts about solar masses and the mass compared to our sun. However, I failed to mention that 99% of our solar system's mass is the sun. The sun is so dense that it accounts for 99% of our solar system's mass, which is why it's able to control all of the planets and rule them gravitationally. More fun facts about the sun, the sun is actually powered by nuclear fusion, and that means it turns hydrogen into helium in a process that converts mass into energy. And in doing this, it converts around 4 million tons of matter into energy as a byproduct when it fuses approximately 600 million tons of hydrogen to helium every single second. I just think that's like super cool. Another interesting fact about space is the fact that it's completely silent. Sound waves need a medium to travel through since there's no atmosphere in the vacuum of space, the realm between stars is always eerily silent. Another one of my favorite facts is it takes 8 minutes for light to reach Earth from the sun. So if the sun were to randomly disappear one day somehow, it would take 8 minutes for us to feel that gravitational difference. We wouldn't know that the sun was gone until 8 minutes after it had disappeared. 
The average distance between the Sun and Earth is about 150 million kilometers. Light travels at about 300,000 kilometers per second, so dividing one by the other gives you 500 seconds. That's around 8 minutes and 20 seconds. This energy can reach Earth in minutes, but yet it takes millions of years to travel from the Sun's core to its surface. The distance between the Earth and the Sun actually changes because it's on an elliptical orbit path around the Sun. The distance between the two actually ranges from 147 to 152 million kilometers. This distance between the two of them is one astronomical unit. The abbreviation for an astronomical unit is actually AU. Temperatures inside the sun can actually reach 15 million degrees Celsius. Energy is generated through the nuclear fusion in the sun's core, you know, when the hydrogen gets converted to helium like I was talking about beforehand. And because objects generally expand, the sun would actually explode like a giant bomb if it wasn't for its huge gravitational pull it has. I think my last few facts would be about stars, so let's make this, uh, let's make this a little fun. Red hot and ice cold blue is not how stars actually work. Red actually represents the lowest temperature at which a heated object can glow in visible light. And that's why if an object gets hotter and hotter and hotter, it starts glowing white and lighter and lighter, and ultimately it would start glowing blue. So the red stars you see in the night sky are actually the coolest stars and the least hot, and the blue stars are actually the hottest. You cannot see millions of stars on a dark night. I don't care who's writing poetry out there. Keep going with your artistic dreams. I support you fully, but you cannot see millions of stars on an absolutely dark, darkest dark night with no moon and far away from any source of light. A person with great eyesight may be able to see 2,000 to 2,500 stars at any one time. So if you meet someone who's like, I saw a million stars and blah, 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 I just appreciate their artistic flair. Get it? Flair? Solar flair? Ah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And finally, every star you see in the night sky is bigger and brighter than our sun. Of the around 5,000 stars brighter than magnitude 6, only a handful of very faint stars are approximately the same size and brightness of our sun. And the rest are all bigger and brighter. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I kind of rambled on, but I hope you enjoyed the science facts at the end of it. This had really no direction whatsoever, so next time just tell me what you want to hear and uh, I'll talk about it. Or I'll try, I'll try to talk about it. I'm not good at talking, really. I can just yammer on for ages, but it doesn't mean I'm good at talking. You can follow me on Twitter at RLDDenton, and then you can also follow me on Instagram, which is master.shortpants, so go feel free to follow me there, message me there, tell me what you want to hear, and uh, or text me, because a lot of my friends watch this, and they'll give out my number just willingly, I don't know why, but they do it. But anyway, just feel free to contact me in any way, shape, or form, and tell me what you want to hear, and tell me how you want to hear it. I'll see you guys in the next episode, which is hopefully better. This one was kind of thrown together.